Welcome to Sheltered, the podcast where we bring you fun and vulnerable conversations that acknowledge the sheltered experiences of our past to better inform our present and future. I'm Taylor Vogel, and this is episode number 18, Sports Balls Spirit. (laughs) This week, active athlete and co-host Kaylee Kunkel Morales and I will bring you our aha moments about raw raw moments from high school to pro hi Kaylee how are you hello Taylor I'm great how are you I'm fantastic it's really nice this is our first time recording on zoom and it's good to see your face while we talk (laughs) it sure is I love it I absolutely do um Kaylee before we get started would you tell our audience how they can help our podcast grow Yes, Taylor, we would love for you listeners to leave us a review or several reviews because we so enjoy reading those and laughing about those and learning from those. And we really appreciate all our listeners. So we'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Leaving a review on Apple Podcasts is the number one way to help our podcast grow. And there's algorithms, it picks it up, and it makes us visible to other people who might be interested in the conversations we're having and might be able to gain something from the community that we have here. So we appreciate your helping us reach 10 reviews on Apple Podcasts by Thanksgiving. If we've given you any food for thought, grab a friend, and take two minutes to write reviews together and help our little venture here grow. Yes. <sighs> okay, Kaylee. Aha moments. Raw, raw moments. Sports. Balls. Spirit. <laughs> but okay, I just remember shagging balls like they were I just Taylor. Oh my gosh! After sports practice, and there's balls. Uh, everywhere then you have ran your little heart out and you've done so much and you've been there for hours and then you have to go collect balls that have gone everywhere that's that's when balls everywhere (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not very fun not a close did you say shagging balls that's what they always said is that a thing yeah go shag some balls oh I never analyzed the meaning of that word. I never, that was our Christian school. So, um, so it's probably appropriate. Did a teacher say it? Or I'll Google. Coaches, our coaches. I'll check, okay, then I'll check it on Urban Dictionary and hey. I'll mark explicit if I need to. Okay, well, speaking of, okay, I never knew that that word was bad because I grew up around it. And so yeah. we had a station wagon that I grew up in and it would, we would always just call it the shagging wagon. I had no idea what shagging meant. <laughs> None. Sheltered. Hashtag sheltered. Right. So I was like, hey, let's go in the shagging wagon. And like nobody batted an eyelash. And I didn't have no idea. Shagging, shagging balls. Who knew? <laughs> shagging balls, shagging wagons. <laughs> I've got to learn more vocabulary. I feel like my vocabulary is so limited being sheltered. <laughs> well, shagging balls in high school. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going to start. Is in high school sports, I never played sports. I was not athletic, Kaylee. I was a musician for sure. In the most serious sense, a musician, an artist, and sport. I wasn't allowed to play sports because I was really clumsy and I'd broken a lot by the time we got to high school. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think my parents were definitely right to shelter me from that because I would have been a very expensive little athlete. Yes. Um, but what 
tell us more about the sports that you played. Well, you know what? If you don't mind, I'd like to back it up to middle school for a second. Oh, because okay. did you know that our tennis team practiced practically right next to your house and yeah, where you lived? Did That's you know that? Right. I so remember I, that because I always wanted to come say hello to you. Yes. <laughs> I always wanted to go run over to your house and exit tennis practice and say hi to you. Because we, oh. just, yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not, but you just reminded me. So that middle school sports were wonderful and fun. And I'm sorry you didn't partake in, didn't you play volleyball for a year? Okay. So listen, I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. I actually like sneaked into an after school meeting one time oh. and got the paperwork and was like, look, I can do this. And it was, <laughs> no, you, oh. you cannot, you will break. And I was like, oh. yeah, that's actually probably correct. I would have, I would have gotten so hurt. I danced. Um, and you oh, know, yeah. you did too. Obviously we've discussed mm-hmm. this on the, on the podcast. Um, but I did dance and pretty soon before my last recital I broke an ankle so I think my parents were on the right track that anything with balls flying at me was going to be a really bad call (laughs) absolutely (laughs) well you know I consider dance very active and athletic Mm -hmm. 100% I mean from being an athlete and a dancer I mean kudos to people who dance because it takes so much more work than people realize Mm-hmm. Um, and so I consider you a dancer athlete <laughs> in Thanks, that Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, sports started for me in elementary school with basketball. My dad was a coach. He wanted to be a high school. He was a high school coach for basketball for a while. He was also a high school football coach. Um, so like his push for sports started actually rewind it way back. <laughs> if we can go there. He accidentally signed my sister and up for an all boys basketball league where he was the coach. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I don't think it was accidental, but he claims it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Feminism. Yeah. There we go. So so we started playing on this boys basketball team. I just wanted to twirl in circles. My whole life was a twirl in (laughs) circle and um, it just really messed my, I mean, it really made my dad mad, but anyways, um, so if you knew me in middle school and high school, or you had my dad as a coach and you're listening to this podcast, I am very sorry about all of it. I'm sorry that he yelled at you all the time. I'm sorry that you had to hear him yell at me more all the time. Um, anyways, so that's basketball, volleyball, tennis, taste of golf um, is what I, well, then in high school, well, there was a season where our school, like the entire school, well, kids who made good choices and like we're on the honor roll or whatever, we went to Texas to compete with other Christian schools that were in the same like denomination of whatever. And so I joined the track team because they needed another person to run with a baton. I knew nothing about track, but I, <laughs> I learned a little bit. Actually, I learned a lot in that little random season. So I guess track counted as well. And I think that's all the sports. Um, that's a lot of sports, Kaylee. Oh, and cheerleading. And I was on the competitive dance teams and palm team. So, yeah, it was fun for sure. And I'm glad I dabbled in a little bit of sports because then I... A little know, bit. That's a lot. Did you not know that? <laughs> no. I just, I picked you. For, <laughs> I picked you. Like, I wanted to do this episode with you because I was like, 
Kaylee played basketball. I know nothing about that experience. Let's talk about, oh my gosh, can of worms. Kaylee has played every sport. I loved, I loved learning new things. And I really loved getting out of basketball because it was pushed <laughs> on me quite heavily by my dad. Yeah. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I was very good at it for some reason. And I, I mean, I didn't know it at the time. I just played it because, you know, I loved being with people and interacting with friends and having a great time. And yeah. I loved being in the locker room and doing our pregame, like, I don't even know what to call it. Our songs that we sang and our chants yeah. and our rituals and our crazy times and our good luck underwear that we made out of like... <laughs> No, like, you know, now people have the cricket, right? And so they, they use this cricket to, like, make these beautiful things that they iron on clothes, you know? Yes. Well, like, let's back it up to 2004, 5, 6, 7-ish. And we would take white underwear, like, bikini style, obviously, from Walmart. And we would get <laughs> um, paint. And we would get those, like, sponges that were, like, yes. letter shapes. Yes. And we would dip them in the sponges, and then we would put, like, lions on the back of our bums, and then, like, Aww. lion um, paws. And, you know, so we had lucky underwear and lucky socks and all kinds of fun things. So that's what I loved more about sports than actually playing them was just being on a team with people that I loved. Yeah, all that community that comes along with it. Uh That's fantastic. Maybe all of our co-hosts should have lucky underwear for when we record. We yeah, let's make the sheltered podcast panties. Shelter the podcast panties. March Mm -hmm. coming soon. You know, I'm supposed to be getting a cricket from someone, so maybe I will have something fancy. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Listeners, please let us know if you would purchase our underwear. So many sports in mm-hmm. high school, but you were also very active in the sports world whenever we move up to college, too. And college sports in Oklahoma. Big deal. Are, are a huge deal. Yes. OU, OSU, mm-hmm. football, big thing. That is what I remember my family doing on Saturdays in the fall, every Saturday. Tons of people would be at our house to watch OU football. I started asking questions about what was happening <laughs> when I was maybe eight. And I think nobody had a tolerance to answer all my questions. As I've mm. mentioned, I'm an Enneagram five and I want to know everything. And uh-huh. so trying to understand football as an eight-year-old girl was not going to happen. <laughs> it just wasn't going <laughs> to Don't people happen. get annoyed too when you ask so many questions? <laughs> a little bit. Because in Oklahoma, they want to watch the game. Yeah. So mm-hmm. both my parents went to OU that rivalry was really big. I also, um, we, we had some family that went to OSU. So we were able to have a little bit of that bedlam rivalry whenever it was time. And I mean, it made things fun. It did make those gatherings Mm -hmm. very fun, but I didn't go to a school with like really strong sports. I went to Oklahoma city university, which has, has a good basketball team, like actually has an award winning basketball team and a decent Mm -hmm. soccer program. But we really think of our primary sport as musical theater. Yeah. (laughs) Triple, triple threat. I've heard good things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's very much more of like an arts school um mm-hmm. nursing school not as much of the sports as like oh you are osu but you went to oklahoma state my husband went to oklahoma state oh, I'm and so, so I- sorry <laughs> you- i'm so sorry i was gonna say because you spent so much time there i loved loved spending time there at osu <laughs> <laughs> note for the audio we got a wink wink on there 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Kaylee. <laughs> I practically lived there. <laughs> okay, not really, not really. Let's back it up. I went to Oral Roberts University. You went to ORU. I know that. Oh praise God. the Lord. That's where I went. <laughs> and um, oh, let's see. I made, okay. Well, okay. Obviously, we went to super small Christian high schools. Um, so when, like, the year we won state, and then the like the year before that was state runner up, and like not to toot the little horn because really, I like I had no, I didn't care whatsoever about basketball. <laughs> but I made all. Is it all state? Yes. And then in college, it's all American. Okay. So I made all state um, in basketball, but it really didn't meet my dad would have loved for me to play basketball, but I wanted to dance and it was so much more fun to dance. So I don't know how it happened, but I made the palm team. I don't worry. Well, it was called the dance team, but basically palm, we had palms. And so that put me on the front row of all the basketball games. Now, ORU doesn't have a football team because God told Earl Roberts a long time ago or his wife or something, do not have a football team. And so <laughs> there will never be a football team at ORU. So the sport is basketball. And it was it. so much fun. So me and my dance crew, we were there like sitting on the court. I couldn't even remember what it was called. Ground floor, the field, the court. <laughs> I, the tried court. To push, I tried to push basketball out of my head as much as possible. Um, but anyways, I loved it. I knew exactly what was going on the whole time. I knew their plays, you know, the different things. I got to analyze it, like, as they're in my little glitter shimmer top with my palms. You know, it was actually, I really enjoyed it. Um, so that was my up-close and personal sports experience. But that was, like, beside the point. So we're talking about watching, oh, like, the big the big wigs in football. Uh, we're talking about all of it. All of it? All did of you, it. Did you not know? That's what my four-year-old always says. Did you not know that I have three grandmas? <laughs> Taylor, did you not know that I was born in Norman and OU blood was like birthed into me as I came into the world in Norman, Oklahoma? Did That's you where we not- met. Oh, yeah, our homeschool. <laughs> That's right. Our homeschool okay. co-op. So I get your calls wrong, I, but I... We met in Norman. We're good. That's right. Okay. Full circle tonight. Yes. And so my family was big. Oh, you Sooner fans. We went to those basketball games, even as a kid. Like, top dog, their little mascot. Like, there's pictures of us with the cheer squad. Like, OU sports was pushed, even as I was a little baby being pushed out. Okay. Then... <laughs> I start dating Ricardo Enriquez Morales Caron, and he goes to OSU. And so then I get kind of pulled over, which is fine. Like at first it wasn't with my family, <laughs> but <laughs> they didn't quite disown me. But do they give each other a hard time all the time? Let me tell you what, Taylor, OU people versus OSU people. There's a little way. tension. There is. Yeah. There uh yes. Yeah. There definitely is. He, yes. He was at yeah. a bedlam game where OSU won. They charged the field and pulled down the goalposts and he got trampled in the crowd and dislocated his shoulder. That's how Oh my gosh. Yes, college sports get. Ooh. And did you not know, side note, <laughs> that I could tell you probably half a dozen different ways to get into <laughs> a college football game for free oh because we did it quite often because you know I'm a penny pitcher and I will That's not right pay. Sure. so uh there were plenty of times we didn't like sneak in we earned dish our way in to a bunch of um OSU football games we actually got free season tickets one season to there you go. 
OSU basketball games, which I don't know if it's because my husband's deaf and like someone felt sorry for him, but they sent this email out to all the teachers because I worked in Stillwater at the time. I taught there. And I sent an email to the teachers like, come to a free basketball game uh, December when all the kids are on Christmas break. So went there and we talked to the person and we didn't ask for anything, I don't think. Or no, you know what? My husband did because deaf culture is very straightforward. And he was like, will you email them and ask them if we can go to the next game? Because it's still Christmas break. And I was like, sure. So we talked to them and somehow, I don't know how someone got involved and a coach was there and he was like, we want you to come to all the games and sit right behind the team and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. We accept. <laughs> um, there's another way that we got into the football games and it, well, Actually, going on Facebook to these some Facebook sites, people yeah. are like, oh, I can't make it to this game. Do you want my tickets? Or asking. Oh. Or like one time we went, but we didn't know if our kids were going to have to have tickets. Uh-huh. And so we had two free tickets already. So then we said, do we, we need two more? We don't care where they are, if they're separate or whatever. We need them for our lap babies. And so, but then when we got there, we ended up not even needing them. Okay. So that was, and then the other thing was, we. okay, I guess I'll tell you guys because let me just give a shout out. If you are a sign language student or deaf and you pay your dues to join the OSU Sign Language Club, you get to sign the national anthem before the football games at OSU. Yeah. And then once you're inside, like you, you get to go in like the side gate, you know, the, the players and the concession workers and everyone else get to go in. And then yeah. once the you're personnel. inside, you sign, I mean, you're down there on the field signing the national anthem. And, and this is probably like a little known fact, but did you not know that they have <laughs> these machines? Like when it's really cold outside, they have these huge machines that shoot out warm air. Like they're heaters that are like cannonballs. And I didn't realize how hot they were. And so I put my hand, not like close to it, but from a distance. And it was like, whoosh, like, ah, my hand is on fire. Oh my so gosh. They keep those football players really warm. If you that's awesome. Know. No, I had no idea. Yep. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Those are three things, how you can get free tickets, go to OSU, <laughs> learn sign language, join the sign language club and sign up to do the national anthem at the football games. Once you're in, you're in. Well, I will also mention I've actually gone to a lot of free sporting events because I've sung the national anthem. So even if that's, if you're, I mean, if you're a part of a, if you're a part of a choir, um, then you can get in if you are, (laughs) it wasn't a sporting event, but my acapella group uh, got (laughs) to have a free dinner one time because we sang the national anthem at the Oklahoma History Museum. So there's a lot of ways that you can use your talents to finagle free experiences but also I used to take my students to go sing like we would sing the national anthem at sporting events and things like that so that I mean I hadn't really Mm -hmm. considered that as content for this episode really but yeah that's actually been kind of the reason I've been at a lot of sports is because I was a music teacher and my students would sing that's a that's yes that reminds me of like the baton twirler you know there's only like one of them but they're the main show you know oh, and they're amazing that's yes sure. yes so that's how art ties into sports and little known segments that people don't think about you know yeah. music and dance and art and this and that and mm-hmm. they the all secondary things <laughs> right they don't get the recognition they deserve and they work so or hard the money. or the money <gasps> 
Ricky's Ricky's roommate was in the band, the marching band at OSU. Yeah. So we would see him at the football games and he'd be in his band thing and we'd be in our sign language, you know, attire. And he would wake up so early in the morning, mm-hmm. every morning to do those band practices. <gasps> do people not know how much time they spend? Marching is a world, pet band is a world. Um, like I know that I have multiple friends who had full rides because mm-hmm. of their instrument. And I'm like over here, man, I should have stuck with the flute instead of being a <laughs> singer. I could have gotten college paid for. Ugh, yes. somebody told me. So I would always tell that to my students' parents, like make them play an instrument. <laughs> they should sing too, but like make them play an instrument. No, not piano. Like something they can take on a marching field because they'll get yes. a lot of money for it. <laughs> yes. If we move into the world of professional sports, um, and as is mentioned, we are both from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma was is, is a little low on the pro sports game. There's not, not a lot never. going mm-hmm. on. Um, nope. The, we acquired the Thunder. I was, ooh, I had a very uncomfortable plane ride next to a man the year after we acquired the Thunder because let's, they were in it. Seattle. And I was on a plane. I don't even remember where to, where from. He was wearing a Sonics hat and we were going to Oklahoma City and we sat down and I was like, hey, how are you? Like, I'm friendly when I get on a plane and then I shot everybody out. And he turned to me and he said, I'm fine. Are you from Oklahoma City? And I was like, yeah, I am. And he was like, are you a Thunder fan? And I, and I was just like, yes, I am. And he said, hmm. And I was just so, I was like, okay, well, it's nice to talk to you, sir. Sports. Like, I'm not an avid fan by any stretch. But oh, my it a, goodness. It was a really nice acquisition for our city. I mean, we grew a yeah. lot yes, economically we did. and developed uh-huh. our downtown really nicely just because of that acquisition. So, sorry, mm-hmm. Seattle, but they've done great things for us. Um, yeah, they, and they sure have. It's, I don't know, it's it's fun. It's actually really nice to go to a basketball game. You can get really cheap tickets sometimes or, like, like you said, like bum them off with people who have season <laughs> tickets and can't go. I think that's my favorite way to go see sports. It's like, oh, yes. you have tickets that you're not going to use. I can use them. My schedule's flexible. Yeah, um, <laughs> pay so, it yeah. forward. <laughs> I I actually really enjoy going to a Thunder game and sitting up in the nosebleeds and just being a part of that <laughs> unified community. It's it's been mm-hmm. a really unifying team for Oklahoma that's so divided on so yeah. many things. It's nice yes. to rally around having a pro team, but. I would say, like, my other favorite pro sports memories, I got to go to a couple Denver Broncos games whenever I lived oh, in Colorado. fun! And it was a blast. It was an absolute jam because that stadium is gorgeous. And you can, like, bet. See, you can see the mountains from it, which is nice. Uh, so it's wow. pretty... But it, there's always stuff in person with pro sports that you miss if you're watching on TV. And that was, that was something that I noticed just kind of that disconnect growing up without a pro, without Mm -hmm. a pro team around, like we didn't grow up with the culture of having the same chance that like the Denver Broncos have or with um, catching t-shirts, which is super, super fun. Or just (laughs) like having a unified mascot even that every kid kid loves. Um, Um, Mascot. Wait, mascots. (laughs) <laughs> it's just a great time for me to go on a rabbit trail uh go on. I'm, I'm gonna need to know your mascot story oh my goodness okay well 
two things come to mind. Let's back it up to high school. Okay. We were the lions. I told you already because we had the paw prints on our good luck undies. And um, so one time after Halloween, probably, or maybe it was before, who knows, I found this little kid's lion uh, costume. There were no arms and it was just a top. Okay. So I squeezed into this teeny tiny little lion thing and I put the hood on my head. And then after the girls basketball game, you know, I showered and then I put this little lion mascot thing on, put whiskers on my face. And I came out like for the boys basketball game, like as our first and only mascot as a lion. And it was fantastic. Loved it. Oh my gosh. Yes. And that was also the same seasons that I made up, um, a cheerleading squad because our school didn't have it our new high school didn't have cheer squad right I I wanted to cheer and so I threw some girls together and we did some things and it was a hoot and a half uh I did sing the national anthem on like a karaoke speaker a couple times (laughs) at a basketball the only way to do it you gotta get it done you gotta get Uh, that sound out (laughs) yes but let me tell you my second and more interesting mascot story I was in college uh because I was on the palm team Uh, It was like the palm, the cheer, and the mascot. We all went to camp together. We all, you know, you know, we had, like, sometimes we choreographed combined halftime routines with the palm Uh and the cheer. So we'd be, like, dancing through things, and the cheerleaders would be, like, throwing people up in basket tosses, and the mascot would be doing it. It was really fun, actually. I love the combined uh, dance, cheer, and mascot performances. But anyways, Uh it was Christmas break. Everyone went home. And there were a couple of basketball games. So I asked our spirit squad person if I could be the mascot. Cause I've always wanted to be like a college mascot, like college mascot. It's a big deal. Yeah, that's deep. really cool. And like we had awesome mascots. So we had one girl in particular who was the best mascot I've ever met um, in real life. I have seen <laughs> one on TikTok from BYU. Have you seen that mascot? No. Oh my goodness. We'll have to watch I don't this. understand how TikTok works. So send it to me. Uh- <laughs> Okay. Uh, so uh, they said yes. I don't know why they said yes. Uh, but then because I'm a germaphobe, I decided that I would spray Lysol disinfectant in the mask, like in the huge eagle, like headdress that you wore thing. And so I sprayed Lysol in there, not even thinking that there was going to be no ventilation. And so I wear this mask. I mean, I get the whole thing on, put the head thing on. And I'm like, I'm so excited to be a mascot. I want to like, just be a crazy, like flapping my wings, like going all around because there was no cheer or dance team there. So I was like the life of the party. (laughs) You don't already know me. (laughs) When I'm in my comfort zone, it's happening, but when I'm not, I'm not. So, uh, I'm pretty sure I get high. My head is pounding like after I like I can't barely breathe because I'm just inhaling this Lysol and so like at halftime I almost pass out I go to the locker room and I just take it off and anyways after but people were loving it like I would go to like the um like the senior citizens who uh donated big big money and had like front center seats like go over there and shake their hand and do a little you know whatever for them and they just loved it and it was it was so much fun but I had a terrible experience because I couldn't breathe and I couldn't hardly think and I thought I was gonna pass out but the show must go on it does but learn my lesson everybody if you're gonna be a mascot or wear a mask don't spray Lysol before you have time to air it out one of my little show choir babies whenever I taught high school was a mascot. Oh, 
and she was so good. Like she was so good. She was so much fun. And, um, she always found me, of course, every time I was, <laughs> I was at a sporting event and she would do everything she could to embarrass me. My favorite moment oh, yes. <laughs> was whenever she grabbed me by the hand. Cause, um, we were the generals. Oh, huh, uh-huh. And so we had a general as a mascot and she had like the big general head, kind of like our Patriots head. Um, yes, like yes. Uh, just, you know, cartoonish and she grabbed me by the hand and Mr. General walked me down, you know, in front of the audience <laughs> and asked for my hand in marriage so much and got down on one knee and <laughs> grabbed my hand. And it was just, it was the biggest spectacle I got made fun of so much it was fantastic oh, um, I love it what yeah she was, she was great mascots are just a joy and I mm-hmm. I loved teaching watching like my kiddos light up whenever mm-hmm. they saw mascots it was always just a fun thing they would always get pumped like even if they didn't know the team so <laughs> oh sports. for sure sports, sports. love sports. it sports. well Kaylee I think that wraps up our conversation on sports awesome it's been fun Taylor I learned a lot from you. I always do. (laughs) We always do. We We would love to know your experiences about sports. Who you cheered for? What did you play? Hop on over to Instagram and let Mm -hmm. us know for sure. We want pictures if you've got them. Oh my goodness, yes! Great idea. And we'll try to you know, flip through our yearbooks and see if we can find any fun fun content for you. Kaylee, before yes. we do that, though, are you ready to pass some notes? I'm ready to pass a note. Here at Shelter the Podcast, we pass notes each week to you, our listeners. We'll check yes about something that's making our lives a little better right now, whether it's a product system, bit of entertainment, or mindset, or we'll check no on something that we wish we could just pass on entirely with the idea that we'll hopefully save you a little time. Kaylee, what note are you going to pass this week? To check no on ice storms that take out your electricity <laughs> and uh, all that goes with it. There's so many little things you don't think about, um, such as your food in your refrigerator and freezer. And if you're a food hoarder that always keeps a full fridge and freezer because you read that it saves money if you have more food in there than less food. But anyways, Ooh. yes, I say no to ice storms and no to losing your electricity. I but, yeah, second that. <laughs> that's the worst i'm so sorry for you guys up there Ugh, all of our other hosts are up in oklahoma and you guys mm-hmm. have all been struggling through it it's been rough this week i'm at my mama's house where there's electricity and wi-fi there you go the, the important yes. things of life <laughs> well for work at least i don't want to lose my job <laughs> isn't it kind of awful now though that we're expected to work from home like it used to be that when there were ice storms everything was shut down yeah it's just like especially us as teachers no snow days for us no snow days anymore (laughs) those days are gone Uh (laughs) uh-huh the unfortunate pivot i'm gonna go a different direction i am going to check yes um i'm going to check yes on my apple watch and i've had my apple watch for many years now it is by no means the newest and the greatest um i think it's like a third edition but regardless whatever edition you have i'm checking yes specifically on the activity rings um i have needed to move my body mm-hmm. that is very critical for my mental health more than anything yes. and my 
stress cycle. Um, I'm, this is kind of like a little bonus, but I listened to the uh, Dr. Nagoski sisters, Dr. Amelia and Dr. Emily Nagoski on yeah. the Brene Brown podcast. They wrote the book Burnout where they talk about how you have to process stress in mm-hmm. order to get out of it. You can't just avoid ever. It doesn't work. Your body actually like assumes it. And I have never felt that more than whenever mm. all of my methods of coping have been shut down this past yes. year. Ugh. So I kind of was like flipping through my Apple Watch activity rings and looking at my backlog and realizing like, maybe I feel horrible because I haven't moved my body in months. Yes. And got on Facebook Marketplace, found an elliptical for like less than 20% of the price of what it would have been new. It's a great show. And this past week, I just said, you know what? I'm going to have a perfect week. I'm going to close my, there's three rings. Um, You close your move. It's like your move ring. It's you burn a certain number of calories. So like 500 or I set my goal at 450 this past week, Um, 450 calories a day. They're active calories that you burn. Um, I wanted my exercise to be 30 minutes each day. Um, and then I wanted my stand goal to be 12. Like I stand up once an hour, every 12 hours or once an hour for 12 hours throughout the course. Wow. Of the day. That's great. And so I went for a perfect week, which I have never done before, even whenever I was avidly hiking mm-hmm. and I got it this week. Like ah. I just, I dedicated myself and I had that thing to m- to measure it. And that was really important for me to have something to see that was like yes. measurable. And I'm, I got it. And it was actually not as bad as I anticipated. So mm-hmm. that's, I think just having the measurable system that works for you is really yes. the big check. Yes. But for me, that's my Apple watch and the activity rings. So um, yes. if that is something that can be of use, I, I think it's worth looking into for anybody, especially if you are looking at it from like a mental health perspective, because it's sometimes like those metrics are really critical whenever depression and anxiety are like, instead mm-hmm. of moving, you should go hide under a pillow somewhere and cry, yes. which is not, no. it's like not going to work for me. <laughs> I, need, I need to like go aggressively burn it out. Uh-huh. So it's been, it's been a good thing to be able to see what needs to happen. You know, I'm going to make a tagline for that. Make it measurable so yeah. you're not miserable. Oh, ew. Yes. Oh, I like that, Kaylee. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Thank here you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, literally. Well, I'm at my house all week. <laughs> damn ice storm. <laughs> oh, that's well, a great idea. Kaylee, that is it for this week's episode. If listeners have questions, comments, opinions, or simply want to share, you can find us on Instagram at ShelterThePodcast, where you can get a heads up on what each week's episode will be about on Mondays with our question of the week. Leave reviews. Oh, yes, leave reviews. Please, please, (laughs) please leave so many reviews. Yes. New episodes are released each Wednesday, so be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app to hear the latest episodes. Thank you so much for listening to Sheltered the Podcast. See you next time. Bye.